episode 144. And welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio, video artist, and master storyteller, and also international talent agent. Well, today we are right here in New Jersey with a young lady that has been performing on the national stage in many genres of music. With the best musicians behind her, she has created the most prominent cover band in New Jersey, as well as toured nationally in support of all of her recordings. During her busy recording and touring schedule, she and her band of gold perform at the most exclusive weddings and special events in the tri-state area. With a long discography of music, including rankings on the Billboard charts, this songbird has released four albums worldwide and performs at over 150 shows a year. It's singer-songwriter April Kelly. You better strap up your seatbelts and let's go for a ride. We have got some great news for you. There is a brand new musical act out on the airwaves called Mercy. This is something that you have never heard before. It's spiritual. It's the truth unleashed. With scripture delivered by chaplain Christine Mercy, along with drums, guitars, pianos, violins, and vocals from singer-songwriter James Kevin O'Connor. Yes, a little bit of heaven on earth. And just in time, behold, it's the brand new album from Mercy, titled I Am Victorious. Yes, Jesus came, he saw, he taught, he preached, he healed, he suffered unimaginable torture, and not only defeated the evils of Satan, but he won the entire war for the entire world. And as he stated in the song, I'm going home, back to the throne, victorious, it's glorious. I've many rooms in my father's house for all of us, it's glorious. Learn to trust in his name. I Am Victorious, the new album is out now and available on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. Just recorded in the Music City on the world-famous Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee. Download the album or pick up the actual CD copy of I Am Victorious right now on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. And keep your eyes and ears open for the live performance tour of Mercy coming soon. Featuring Come, Amen, Bless You, I'm Afraid, it is finished. And yes, the title track, I Am Victorious. Available right now. Go to Amazon, iTunes, or CD Baby and download your copy of I Am Victorious today. And keep your eyes and ears open for the new band, Mercy, coming to a venue near you soon. This message is sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. Here on the Dharmic Evolution today, we have April Kelly, who is actually a neighbor because we're in the same state. April, welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Thank you so much. It's, you. it's so good to have you here. And um, you're like a, a very uh, strong songstress out there working all the time, working musician, doing all kinds of different things. Where do we start with you? You've got so many irons in the fire. You were, last I talked to you, we were going to the studio on, on Saturday. How did that go? Amazing. You're yeah. Really, it's always amazing. When is it not amazing when you go into the studio? This it's such is, a creative feeling and such a great environment. It's definitely someplace I thrive so much. And uh, Saturday we were just tidying up mixes and getting everything perfect and ready to go. So it was thrilling. I love it. 
Awesome, awesome. Tell me about where you are right now in your career with all the things you've got going on. Um, you're a recording artist, you're a singer, you're a songwriter, and you also do things for other people. Like you go around and you donate your time to help those who are kind of in a, in a tough situation, whether it be health-wise or whatever. Tell us a little bit about that because I so admire this, what you do. Thank you so much. Um, I, I really do enjoy giving back. I found so much happiness in doing that. So uh, about six years ago, I started looking for places to volunteer my time. And uh, I found the most amazing place to do that. And it's called Holiday Express. And what that is, is during the holiday season, there's 100 musicians that go out to cerebral palsy schools and rehabs and mental health hospitals and homeless shelters. And we perform holiday music and we bring Santa Claus and Rudolph and Frosty and food and, and toys and blankets for those who don't have it. And we sing for an hour and a half. And it's the most amazing feeling ever. And I also volunteer with Make-A-Wish. So I have some Make-A-Wish children that I've made their wishes come true. And wow. How could I put words to that? You know, that's just amazing to be a part of that. And it's really just as a facilitator. I don't do anything other than sitting with the children, finding out what their wishes are, and then telling Make-A-Wish what it is and hoping that it comes true. So. You, you know, I think that's a perfect way to kick off the first track. I'm coming home. Here's April Kelly. Hmm. Oh.
coming home with April Kelly. Tell us about that. What a good song. Very, very up, very bright, very happy. Tell us what's going on in your mind when you wrote that. Oh, that was very much driven about just a feeling of being home. I had, there's a certain uh, themes of songs that I wanted to make sure I wrote this year, which was home, togetherness, being happy. And I wanted to really touch on these themes because I understand that they're very marketable for sync advertising, which is what I'm trying, you know, in and getting into and my catalog is geared for. And that came out so beautifully. It's one of those organic songs that as soon as you start writing it, it writes itself. Right. And it's there. And it's so easy. And the lyrics come out so wonderfully and just so there. And I wish all songs came out that easily because then some songs you toil over for five days trying to get that right lyric. I don't love that when that happens, but right. I still stick at it to, to finish it because I have to. Otherwise, I'll never sleep if the song's not done. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned you, you are in the studio a lot these days. So um, tell us about your regiment and being in the studio and, and what is your process and how do you get ready for the studio? Like what, give us, just take us down a typical day for you. I go in the studio every night. And I go into the studio every night because I feel that is the way to move forward. Even if I'm doing a little bit of something, even if I'm just opening up a book and looking at a lyric and revisiting it to see if something new comes to my mind. Even if it's just that in the studio, I will, I've made a commitment to go in there every day. I'm lucky that it's in my house. so That's great. It doesn't matter how I feel or um, if I'm feeling terrific. I go in there and record anyway, and that's been fun because you never know what you're going to get. Right. I like not having to schedule studio time and go in there. So I like that. So my process is to go in there and feel, see what it feels like and see what the muse calls for me. I always have an attack list. I always have a spreadsheet that'll list a song and what needs to be done on it, whether it's in a mixed phase, whether I still need to do lyrics or whether I still need to record. And I refer to that spreadsheet every day without fail. I update that spreadsheet every day without fail. And then I'll highlight in red the things that I really do need to get done and that's pressing. And then I just attack it that way. So go into the studio, open up my spreadsheet, see what I can do. If I feel like doing that and that particular song calls to me, I will. I always make sure I have a lot of songs on the deck so I have stuff to choose from so I can stay creative and I'm not just working on one song all the time. Right. A lot of diversity. Wow, you are super organized. How did you get to be so organized? Did you work at this? Did it come naturally to you? How did, how did this all come about? Um, I probably, it's my nature to be organized, but it's also a matter of survival right. because I can't keep track of all the songs I'm working on. I'm working on 27 songs right now. So <laughs> yeah, but to know what the producer's waiting for stems and who needs something done, it started to be a lot. I actually tried to keep it all in my mind, but <laughs> it was full in there. It was too much. <laughs> Spreadsheet. And that's just been working out great that way. So tell, tell us about all of the different, like I know we met through Kim Krennic, right? Which was really, really cool. I had to go to, Kim's in California, right? So I had to go to California to meet April in New Jersey since I'm in New Jersey. That's the way that works, you know? So thank you, Kim, if you're listening, and I know you are or will be uh, for introducing us. So tell me about, like you, you co-write with people as well as do your own thing. So you have a lot of irons in the fire, as I said earlier. So- when you're working on all these different things, like the 27 songs, 
are they co-writes? Are they all for your album, or is it just catalog-driven? You know, is it kind of a combination of things? It's a combination of things. I haven't really focused on releasing anything, although I will be doing that this summer. Right. Um, I try everything. You know, right. if someone wants to co-write, I'm for it. Um, so I, I guess about seven or eight months ago, when I started taking classes on on writing and writing for sync, you meet a lot of people, like networking, meeting different people, and then people would say, what do you want to write? And I turned nothing down. I took every single opportunity that came to me, which was great um, because I learned so much about how I want to work and what works best for me and how what situations I thrive best in and how I can get the most out of my creative muse as well. Um, and now I'm going to start narrowing it down a little bit because that was a little bit all over the place. But what an amazing experience I would suggest it for everyone to really just write with everyone because you learn so much about yourself and what you're good at and where you thrive. And you also learn how you want to work with other people. Maybe you don't want to work on Skype. Maybe you need to be in the same room with somebody. Maybe you don't want to talk to someone and you just want to exchange files back and forth. Everyone's different. So you have to find that magic for you so that you can create from there. Right. Yeah. One of the um, <clears throat> shining examples of what you just stated was um, I, I had gone to the Durango Songwriters Festival a couple of times and it was it was quite a while ago. And uh, the first time there I met Jeffrey Steele, who was um, who was like just a kind of a, a living legend in, um, you know, to give you an idea for, you, for some of you po folks who don't know. Um, Jeffrey has not only gotten BMI Songwriter of the Year once, but he's gotten it twice. And he has written hit after hit after hit in the country market and um, and is also quite a badass singer himself. But his thing was he writes with everybody, like you just said. Like he writes, it just doesn't matter. I think we were out at this conference and um, some girl came up to him and said, you know, one of my father's dreams is to, you know, he always wanted to write a song with you. So he gets on the phone, calls up the father and goes over to the house and writes a song with him, you know? Wow. I mean, and, and he was a guy who was in a band called um, Boy Howdy, I think they were called, from California. I think he was the bass player or something in the band and, you know, just wasn't really doing too much, going anywhere with the band and just put all his emphasis into songwriting and... Um, Man, it's just so, uh, that's a testament to what you just said, April, is is go out and, and write with everybody you can. And, and I'm saying that to myself more than anybody, you know. Um, just really stick up your creativity as well. Well, that's good. But I think at the end of the day, I don't know, know if 27 people, working with 27 people is the best idea because it's a little scattered as far as, you know, it's just a lot. Right. I think it's a good initial experience to have because of the learning experience. And then after that, take all of that experience and narrow it down into what really will work for each individual. Right. When you're writing, like, um, I, I would assume, I'm assuming guitar is your main instrument. Is that right? Or? My main instrument really is singing. Oh, okay. I'm a horrible guitar player and a horrible pianist. I really am. I just play it enough to get the song out. Right. And I need a great guitar player to go and do that for me. And I have a great guy I've been working with for 12 years. His name is John Corsieri up at uh, J-Rod Productions. He's in New York. So anytime I need guitar, I call him and he does an amazing job. Yeah, but I, I, think that's, I think that's an advantage sometimes not to be, um, you know, because when you're a virtuoso, uh, you know, on an, on an instrument, you kind of like you're paying a lot of attention to the instrument and your mastery over it, you know, and that it doesn't necessarily 
help songwriting. I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all, but I think I think sometimes it's better to um, to just cut loose of everything and just say, I, I, I got to go after the melody, the story, and the lyrics. Yeah, and, a lot of people, I'll just write to a drum beat. I'll just, even if I'm tapping my fingers or I'll put a drum beat on or I'll listen to something that moves me and then I'll just extract myself from it and write. So I think it's time to look out. Here we go. April Kelly. Don't tell me everything is crazy when I, I know that everything is fine. Sit back and watch me walk the happy. Stepping out together, we're so fine. Look up, look down. See me heading past it now. Look front, look back. Because I'm running fast Kelly, yeah. So look out, that was a high energy one. So how did you come up with that and why? Do you remember I, writing this one? Yes, uh, John and I were in the studio one night and we, I had said something like look out or something like that. And I was like, oh, that's it. That's a song title. And that happens so often to songwriters, doesn't it? You know, It something really does. Up, that's a title. Hold on to that thought. Keep that for later. And that was it. So um, he started playing guitar. 
I started singing, and it really is just like that. Yeah. He went home back to the studio, put drums and bass and, you know, more guitars on, and I did my vocals the next uh, week, and that was it. So it just was a easy peasy. It reminds me a little bit of the Go-Go's, who I really love. They're just that energy, you know, just like, man, I just want to like, get up and dance, you yeah. know? it's that's what we're looking for. Yeah. yeah try, like I said, try to keep it really upbeat, and then now I have a couple slow ones coming up the, the pike, so that's going to be interesting for people to hear because it's so different. Everything's so upbeat. Now I'm going to just tone it down with some movie right. space. Good, good. Hey, when you folks missed what we were talking about, um, sync licensing and finding homes for songs and how you have to wear all the different hats as a, you know, an art or an artist, a creator, a songwriter in 2017. So tell us, April, a little bit about that, about how you get out and connect to people. We were talking about the webinar and things and things that you've done that, that personally have worked for you. Yeah. Um, Nowadays, these online webinars, I find that they're really wonderful. There's so many free webinars where you can get information and learn things. So I was signing up for a ton of them. I signed up for a webinar, how to make your website great. How do you, what's the five things you need to do before you go into the recording studio? Five things you need to have in a recording studio. I signed up for all of them. Right. Because it's free. It only took my time. And as I was going through them, I saw some common denominators. Bree Noble and Female Musician Academy was a great great, great place to go for webinars. She always did solid information, always really, really good. So I started following her and then I ended up meeting Michelle Lockie and I took her course on writing for film and TV, which was amazing. Michelle is a phenomenal person. She's just, she gets back to you. She, she just cares. She's amazing. I can go on about her and Kim knows her as well. And then through Michelle, I met Kathy. Kathy's the director of Cast the Moon Music and she did a webinar with Michelle, and she said she was going to do listening sessions where you can sign in to the Zoom class, and it was a small fee. And then on this class, she would listen to your song and tell you what she likes and what she doesn't like about your song. And every single time she had one, I'd show up with a song. Next one, I'd show up with a song, and I'd show up with a new song every time. And when I tell you I did not sleep at night to make sure that song was done, I am not kidding you. Every single listening session. I, it was crazy. But I made sure I did that. And then after, I guess, about maybe six or seven listening sessions, I had her ear. Right. Then I was singing her music, and then she signed me. Yeah. I think it was, like I had said to you before, I think it was a matter of when you see that somebody's really committed, <clears throat> excuse me, and they love what they do, that's not something that ends. Right. You know, passion for something doesn't just get snipped and it's over. Yeah. And see that people are invested in what they're doing and that they really, really love that, I think that's what she saw in me and signed me. So that was exciting. So you just get on a roll and you stay up all night and get that track done, I no do. matter what it takes. I do. Awesome. What platform do you work on, like when you're in your studio? Pro Tools 10. Oh, go, girl. Look at you. Look at yeah. you, huh? Got it all going on. Pro Got Tools 10. And I can't, you know, I don't know anything. I'm the worst on computers. I'm not a tech person. But here's where networking is great because when I met John, John was working in my band. I have a band. I hired him to do sound. And through conversation, he's a sound engineer. I said, well, let's join forces and see what we can do, you know. And through that, he was able to help me buy the equipment, teach me what I needed to know about Pro Tools. And that was amazing. I never would know that if it wasn't for him. Right. So now I'm able to exchange files. I can do a whole session. I can engineer. I don't mix. But I can make a mix good enough to, you know, right. get the point across. 
Yeah. Well, sometimes you just need a rough mix to say, how is this sitting with me before, you know, you bring anybody else in? You just want to say, how, you know, is it is there something I need to do to, with this? Is the bridge right or whatever? I mean, I do a lot of open mic stuff, you know, just when I'm writing, I need to like let the crowd tell me how this feels. And you can do that with your eyes closed because you can feel the room, you know, whether it's going good or it's not going so good, you know, because not even the crowd you can tell how it feels when it's coming out of you yeah this song feels really fluid this is working i like this or this song's choppy i need to change this lyric you know right away she foregoes sleep she has the pro tools rig she's got the spreadsheet she's got the work ethic mama bunch office bunch studio bunch perhaps a lunch bunch right back to the story with april after these words Are you a singer, songwriter, artist, or author? Are you in need of a platform for your career? Well, the James O'Connor Agency is in the business of helping you broadcast your global career. If you are needing to expand your presence in a big way, such as having your music and your voice heard around the world, well, look no further. We have the platforms here to help you catapult your career like no one else can. Your artistry can be featured around the world on the James O'Connor Agency YouTube channel. Here at the James O'Connor Agency, we can expand your global career by being a featured guest on Dharmic Evolution for singer-songwriters and everyone in the entertainment industry. Or the James O'Connor Show, designed for authors, speakers, and thought leaders. Both shows are international radio, TV shows, and podcasts. Go to the jamesoconnoragency.com and find out what we can do for your global career right now. How do you balance all the different things you're doing? You've got all this writing going on. You still make time to go out and play for people. Um, do you do like a, a, a really, really tight schedule each week and like plan out your weeks like that? Is that how you do it? I plan out my weeks, but I also leave a lot of flexible time because music is not rigid. I, yeah. It's very hard to say I'm going to start at 9 o'clock and end at 12. Um, I, I do my life in bunches. I do my mama bunch. Like, I know I need to cook dinner, and I need right. to make sure that they have lunch and that they're taken care of. So I'll always make sure that I have a batch of time for that. I'll always make sure I have time during the day to be in the office because it's so important to return phone calls, emails, paperwork, always make time for that. And then I always have that chunk of time for the studio. Right. And even if I don't have anything scheduled in the studio, which I always have something scheduled, right. but even if I don't have anything on my mind that I want to do, I'll go in there, I'll turn everything on, I'll sit there and I'll feel the energy of the room and let it call me. And sometimes it will say, nah, go, go do something else. Right. And sometimes I'll sit there and I'll say, yes, let's go. This is it. And I will simply, I, I go with what I feel with everything. My whole life was done on the, on my gut. Right. Everything was on my gut. Wow. You pay attention. That's pretty cool. I mean, you're, you're like, you're paying attention to what's going on around you, the energies, and then just, just following it. Yeah. That's, that's God, right. that's God guiding you is what it is. Yeah. It truly is, and I'm just listening. That's all I'm doing, and and it's the same thing when I write a song. I the song that I we mixed on Saturday. The uh, guy Dean Himsoff gave me this track, and I listened to it. And I only listen to three seconds, and if I like it, I won't listen anymore. I'll right. wait till I'm in the studio because I don't want the idea to come out. I'm not ready for it. Right, good move. 
right? So I go in the studio and I'm ready. I have my headphones on. I'm ready to record. I press record, close my eyes, and the song came out. That just like that. Just like that. Now, it doesn't always happen that way, but when it does happen like that, what a thrill. Yeah, it really, <laughs> that is the best. And usually, usually they're the best songs, right? Yes, and I don't censor anything that comes to me from the muse. Right. Any, every time I'm sitting there and a song is coming through me, I don't censor, oh, that word's not going to work. No, no, I let it all out. Every part of it. I can always go back. Right. But I want that initial organic feeling of the song coming to me. I don't, where is that? You know, where does that come from? God, the universe, right. the moon, the stars, I don't know. But wherever that is, it's so powerful that I'm able to open that portal and receive it. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely God. You know, you mentioned something earlier about and about doing things. You said two things, batches and bunches. And that's like really, really, um, that's high performance stuff because I, I learned this in the online space because when I was developing my new business with the, you know, the James O'Connor agency and the podcast and all these things I'm working on, I, you know, it was about a year and a half ago and I still really didn't know where I fit. So I went to... Um, you know, the social media marketing world where all the online people came. And a lot of the people um, believe in that idea when you're doing things in, you should batch everything. Mm-hmm. And it makes, for instance, the, today I did, uh, this is this, you're the second interview I've done today. And then I'll do all the voiceovers at the end of the day. So I always do all my interviews on Mondays and then hand it off to the various people that help me with the other parts of it. So it leaves Tuesday through Friday and the rest of the weekend to do all these other things. And then I kind of repeat that as well. I try to batch up all of my work so that it's really, really efficient because otherwise you're you know, you're jumping in for a little bit and you're coming out and there's setup time and there's getting your head in the right space. So that's why when you were describing the way you do your songwriting, it made so much sense to me. It's on a spreadsheet. I come in, I'm organized. I know what I'm working on and boom, off you go. You know, yeah. so for some of you songwriters who are listening, who, who were like me years ago, where just like everything was whatever, you know, um, being, you know, Keep keep working on your organization skills because it just helps you so much more, I think. Don't you now, agree? Even with little things, like I've been writing a long time and it just started to really get organized. Different things, like I know a lot of songwriters have things on post-it notes. Take all those post-it yeah. notes and put it in a binder. Yeah. So every single time you have an idea, all of your ideas go in one place. Exactly. Um, even if you have the post-it notes up for a little while, take them down, put them in a binder. Um, every, I'm very handwritten. I don't really type things very yeah, much. Yeah, I'm the okay, same way. It's important. Paper and they're all in the same binder. So I have binder after binder after binder. But I know where they are. So if I need an idea, I know where I'm going. And I just have the same book open all the time. I think that's important because years ago I had, I had lyrics here, lyrics there, lyrics here, lyrics on a napkin. And I, I probably lost a lot yeah. that way. You know, so keeping organized, I think, is pretty key. And then on those little ways, you know, even with your lyrics, keep yeah. them in one place. I love the three ring binders. I got I got tons of them filled up. And I started doing this a few years ago when I work, work on an album. I fill that baby up. I mean, the last two albums I wrote, I, I wrote at least 70 to 80 songs for each album to, to go through and vet out, you know. And you just keep putting them in there. And then 
you know, nothing's ever wasted. Like you go back and find something from for a bridge like that you wrote six years ago, and wow, this this little piece will work good in here, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I think organ, organization is is really good, and um, that's why you're on the show to teach us how to organize, April. <laughs> it's true because when I'm focusing on the office stuff, that's not really the time to go and talk to co-writers because I need to finish this right now when I'm done with this then I can go do that right it makes a big difference for me and even with being a mother because it's very hard I'm self-employed I'm a single mother and I do I work a lot right so when I'm with my kids I have to have the headspace to be with my kids yeah only my kids right then so that they get all of me in that bunch yeah because while I'm with my kids I'm doing 10 other things they don't have me and then that bunch was worthless yeah how many children do you have I have two girls, nine and 13. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. What are their names? Marie and Darlene. Uh, Marie and Darlene. Sweet. Mm-hmm. So they, they look at you and say, there's super mom. There's my super mom. I bet they brag about you all the time. <laughs> I, I, I know they do. And that <laughs> means it. Conventional life. Go ahead. It, it's time for playing in the sun. That's all I was going to say. Here we go.
All right, play it in the sun. Yeah, dig it, dig it. Hey, we were just talking about, and this is the second time I've heard this today about, um, or this week, about reading music. So tell me, you don't read music because you, you have the gift, so you don't necessarily need to. Crazy. <laughs> when I was taking piano lessons when I was young, they had a book called Teaching Little Fingers to Play. Right. And on the sheet music, it would say one, two, three, four, five, and you would play by the numbers. Right. All by the end of the book, when they took the numbers away, I did not know how to read the music, and I had to start <laughs> over again. Oh. Listening by ear, I was I watched the piano teacher play it, and I would play it. It wasn't that complicated at the time, so it was easy to just watch and duplicate. And I didn't learn how to read music. Right. Mistake, because yeah. I feel like my music would be different. Although some people say by not knowing, you have a different outlet and maybe you're not going by the norm so maybe that was good so i don't know but i wanted my kids to learn learn so um my youngest plays piano and my oldest plays ukulele right and i said them only thing i ask of you is just learn this language learn this language of being able to read this music and be able to play it and you can quit but i just feel for brain development and for emotional development and whenever you feel anything you sit with an instrument it's such a beautiful outlet, and I felt like that was a gift I'm giving my kids to have that ability. And what you know, a couple of weeks ago, my daughter wrote her first song, and she had a concert at the music school, and she played and sang that song she wrote. Right. I was so proud of her. Right. That's amazing. So that's so feeling, good. They're feeling the happiness of having that outlet, and that's really what I wanted for them. Not for them to become musicians, but for them to have something that they are passionate about that's not an iPad, that's not an iPhone. Yeah. 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 You know, I always said, you know, to my sons, I said, listen, this will always be a good friend to you your whole life, especially like if you're having trouble in your life. Um, you know, that's the one like really warm, soft place you can go that'll always embrace you, you know, and, and help you with whatever struggles you're going through, you know. And uh, you, you meet so many people who say, oh, my God, I just wish I could play. But you can, on any level, anybody can. They just need to go and do it, you know? Just go and do it. And then you can take it to whatever level you want. Yes. Yeah. So tell me about your, when you're, um, when you're writing, like your songwriting process, um, anything unusual that you do? Um, I know you wait for the, the muse and just like see what comes to you. Anything like you do to, to chill out? Do you do any kind of uh, breathing or any kind of, you know, like preparation to get into a space or you just go, go for it and see what happens? I would say for the most part, I go for it and see what happens. But I think that's kind of experience too. Right. Is knowing that I'm going in there to tap into just be open. I don't go into the studio looking to write. I go into the studio looking to receive. Right. Very good. I like so that. I'm looking there saying like, I need to do this and I need to do it this way. I go in there and say, okay, well, let's see what comes out of this thought. Right. Let's see what comes out of this thing I have in my mind. And um, that's really it. I think that's the key. I think if if I gave a songwriter any advice, and I really don't feel qualified to give advice, but I would just say sit there and listen and allow things to come to you. Because I think even with co-writing, a lot of people are trying to get the idea and trying to get the idea. But if you sit and listen for a second, it's received and it's right there. Yeah. Everybody knows what, 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 is, what, what to do. Right. What about, you seem like you really take good care of yourself. Uh, diet, exercise. What do you do, girl? Horrible. Uh, I take really? Okay. I stopped. This is the thing. How about instead, these are the things I did to keep myself alive. Okay. 
I was drinking a lot of coffee. Oh, bad. Yeah, and ca- bad. So I switched to decaf. Right. So I feel like I can still drink my coffee because I'm on decaf. Um, I drink water with a little bit of essential oils, lemon in it. Okay. Good. And that's it. I don't eat right. I don't sleep right. I don't exercise <laughs> right. Okay, so I'm not the poster child for taking care of yourself. Wow, you fooled me because you look like you do, you know? Hey. I thought you were going to say, yeah, run 12 miles a day and, you know, eat, you know, whatever, broccoli I'm every night. in a structure enough to brag about. I mean, I do yoga. I do, I probably do yoga every day, but I do it in bits and pieces. I'll do a, a one downward dog. I'll do one stretch. I'll do, you know, and then maybe one day I'll have time for more. Um, I like to walk. I like to ride a bike. But I think this is where my life comes into. I do a lot of things, and that collectively means that I'm exercising right. and moving around and taking care of myself. Yeah. And busy, but I could do much better. Yeah. <laughs> hey, favorite gig. Like, what's your favorite? Like, of all the things you've done, and you do a lot of different things, what do you find that is like, this is my total jam. I just love this more than anything else. Anything comes to mind? When, well, there's two things that come to my mind. When you're talking about singing live, when I'm with my band, I'm home. I have, right. I have a 10 piece band and we do special events and weddings and fundraisers. We've been doing this for many, many, many years. And this band is my home. When I pick that microphone up, I am where I am supposed to be. Right. You know that wholeheartedly. Yeah. And it's stressful. Um, especially when you do a wedding, you have one shot to get that song right. You have one day to be on time. You know, that part of the job, I really don't like. It's very stressful at times. It's, it takes you away of everything that's good and joyful when you're have to be, have to be, have to do, have to do. Right. But when I'm singing and I'm on stage, I'm home. That's that, what I was born to do. That's your thing. So you know, and, and you're, you're way ahead of so many people who don't know. You know, and I think we need to play so unforgettable. What do you say? Here we go. It happens every day. I walk around with my head in a cloud, and all I think about is you. Yeah, 
Oh, unforgettable you. Yes. Did you write that about somebody in no. particular? No? No, okay. nobody in particular. Okay. Nobody just, uh, no, nobody in particular. Just the feeling. I actually turned that song into a video for my mom. Did you really? I did. My mom is a very big Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Sr. fan. Right. And took some really phenomenal NASCAR footage. Because he's retiring. Dale Jr. is retiring. Yeah. Driver. So I made a video of all of his greatest wins, and I put so unforgettable to that for my mom as a video. So it worked uh, out nice. I'll, did, I'll show that to you. Did you send it to her for Mother's Day? I Let, did. I did. I gave it to her for her birthday. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Sweet of you. Hey, tell me about, um, as we're starting to wind down here already, April, tell me what you're looking forward to, like, you know, through the summer, like what's most exciting for you on the horizon with all the different things you're doing? What are you looking forward to most? Honestly, I'm looking forward to a nice placement for my stuff. That's what I'm really looking forward to. It feels like I can taste it now. Right. I have 35 songs in the catalog and, um, that's what I want to have happen this summer. That's it. That's all I want to see is that all this hard work really comes to fruition with a really nice spot. And I'm, I don't have any big plans. I'm going to do exactly what I've been doing in the studio, do my life in batches. Um, I, I call life joy flowers. This is my thing on life. I say to my kids at the end of every day, how many joy flowers did you get? We have the opportunity. We have a basket of life. And for every good thing that happens, that's joy. And we have the opportunity to acknowledge that joy and take that beautiful, joyful moment and put it in our basket. Oh, that's beautiful and joyful. And I put it in my basket because that's what I choose to pick and put in my basket every day. Right. Because if I choose to look at the bad things. Well, I'm going to have a crappy thing in my basket. And I'm going to have another crappy thing in my basket. And at the end of the day, I have a crappy basket. <laughs> so I go through life putting beautiful things and acknowledging beautiful things and saying, what was good about that? And let's find the good about that and put those in the basket. And that's how I that's how I try to live. So the Easter Bunny will always stop by your basket. Always. Always. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, listen. Give us the best way for people to connect to you and support you. Purchase your music. Perhaps you got a website or where can we find April Kelly? Very easy. AprilKellyMusic.com. And okay. if you go from there, you be connected to everything, April. Um, if anybody wants to message me, it's aprilkellymusic at gmail.com. And feel free to message me. I'm very open and receptive to um, people reaching out. I actually really like it. It's very nice to, to know that there's people on the other side of the mic, right. that there's people on the other side of the computer. You know, one of the things I said to my friends the other day, we do a lot of this in, sol in solitary. Or yeah, solitary, right. We're writing by ourselves, and then you have an opportunity like today to connect with you. Or It's nice. So, yeah, if you want to reach out, do it. Yeah, awesome. April, thank you so much for being a part of the Dharmic Evolution. Uh, really, really, you're just such an energizer, Bunny Man. You got so much going on, and you taught us a lot of things today uh, about songwriting and what to do with it. And I just want to wish you all the success and love and blessings on your journey. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me today. Very, very fun. Thank you. Do you ever wonder why you were created and what you're here to do? then the geography of the soul will help you to find your true place in this world. The music is so inspirational, including tracks such as I Want to Be Loved, State of Grace, and Ride On. 
James Kevin O'Connor is an internationally acclaimed singer, songwriter, music producer, entertainment agent, TV star, and a loving father who leads you to find your true place and calms your mind and soul in breathtaking ways. Buy Geography of the Soul today by James Kevin O'Connor at iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon, jameskevinoconnor.com, Geography of the Soul, a beautiful CD that you need to own today by James Kevin O'Connor. Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. I'm coming home. Look out. Play in the sun. So unforgettable. April is organized. Single mother. Marie and Darlene. Playing for people in the nursing homes. Co-writing. No such thing as the missing mom with this gal. The catalog's going to land in someone's lap. 35 songs and growing. Check your basket and count the joy flowers. Never, ever have a crappy basket. That was April Kelly. Hey, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed having April on the show today. I sure did. And by the way, you should head over to the James O'Connor Agency. If you have not visited this site, you got to check it out. Lots of artists around the world are starting to check in and take advantage of all the things this agency is offering them. No matter where you are in your career, we have got your back. Stop by and visit the agency. Find out about all of the awesome packages we have designed and developed for you. Hey, do you need funding for your next album project? Well, go over to the James O'Connor Agency.com. Find out what we do for singer-songwriters, musical artists, as well as authors, speakers, and thought leaders. We also want to encourage you to visit dharmicevolution.com. Check out your show and blog profile right now. If you've been on this show, you are now on the site. April is now on the site, and people from around the world are logging in to see and hear all about April Kelly, her brand, her band, and her music. That's it for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you on TV. I remember where I was The first time that I heard your voice First time that you made that choice You're my favorite song You've been stuck in my heart for such a long, long time You're my favorite song You got a way of making me feel it your mind You would always close the before I would bleed to death Your infectious melody Will be with me till my last deep breath But you're my favorite song You've been stuck in my heart For such a long, long time You're my favorite song You got a way of making me feel that you're mine Oh, you know I love a double zero Hit 
baby, you're the perfect size for me Oh, and how I love those yellow stilettos You always knew how to admire 